Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Anything Bull Where Anything Goes. My name is Miguel. And my name's Mateus. Matthew and welcome Fernandez. to the uh, the pre-Black Friday, pre-Thanksgiving special episode. That's not really special at all. It's just, you know. I just want to finish this year off, bro. I'm done. Yeah, me too, man. I really just <laughs> want to get to this vacation. I really just... Yeah. Uh, not that I've had enough, because, you know, you know, every time we record an episode, we have to get in it, into it about Costco for a bit. Not that I've had, like, yeah. enough of Costco... But should be it's the more Costco so, podcast. Honestly, at, at at a certain point, I'm sure it will be. I just like I want a break, dude. I just want like some time off, and really, it's just like I, I put in the vacation time for this trip in January. We booked it, I think, in like May or April, and now it's mm. just like you know I got 30 days until then. So but just I, count down the days. Yeah, I, I don't want like I don't want the year to rush by because this year's already flown by, but. You know, I'm looking yeah. forward to some shit. How you doing? I'm all right. Um, I'm just kind of getting the experiences in. I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I really want the new year to come because uh, lots of looking towards good new change yeah. with everything. And like not like purposeful, like I need to switch everything up. It's more just kind of like... No, it feels like you, little you're things laying like, down the groundwork this year. Very much so. And then next year I can make my dashing moves and Your do some fun moves. stuff. But right now it's just grind time, and then once January hits, it's gonna be a lot of playing, making, and stuff that'll come along as time goes. But um, yeah, are we chilling? Um, Got to keep it cold like we own Florida. Speaking of Florida, oh, uh, Florida go. man story <laughs> of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing crazy today, other than uh, <clears throat> you know, Florida man chugs two beers in under thirty seconds at Epcot, removes shirt, and almost falls from Skyliner platform during skirmish with police. Now. The thing is, this, this is, is going to be us in January. This is going to anyway. be. <laughs> Timmy and I were just talking about it this morning. Story Epcot. goes: Intoxicated oh Florida man chugs two beers in less than thirty seconds. He, like basically, for in other words, a typical day at Epcot. <laughs> yeah, you know, family. Um, man's name is Chase Holderberry. Holderby. Holderby. Holder. Holderby. Something. Keep trying. Come on. How many different ways can you pronounce it? Keep trying. His name is Chase. His name is Chase. Like the credit credit card, the bank. His name is Chase um, Credit Card. <laughs> His name is Chase Credit Card. Chase Credit Card was on, you know, long story short, it was like back in September. So this is a bit of an older story, but, you know, no recent Florida man stories. But long story short, my man's was um, having a good time in the American Adventure Pavilion. That's kind of like a drinky spot, like part in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. And um, I guess essentially my boy got a little too hammered. Um, <laughs> apparently a food and beverage manager... Um, Basically filmed him doing stupid crap, and uh, my boy was apparently yelling obscenities at small children, just trying to take a picture with the mouse. Um, typical really, Florida man shit. That sounds know? awesome. Dude, just Can you imagine, imagine like, man? You're like a 35 year old dad. You're yeah. like, go ahead, son. Go ahead, Mickey's right there. Yes, that's really Mickey. Go take a photo. And then with you him. have some guy in go ahead. Like, the fuck. He's like, he's like, he's a fucking sham. He's a fucking that's- pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think um, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse means, kid? Just we'll open your pick. eyes. Dude, look at this guy, bro. Like, he's Florida man entitled all the way. He has the fucking... Um, kind of gives me an action Bronson the vibes. H- For real. If he was homeless <laughs> and the rap shit didn't work. And look at his <laughs> eyes, bro. How do you have like one eye normal and then the other one's like... Mm. Well, because he's probably still drunk. He's just stupid. <laughs> but that's, that's typical Florida man right there. I love it. Uh, long story short, he basically got into to the uh, Skyliner attraction, which is um, a very uh, 
let's just say heightened experience of a ride where it's basically very high off the ground. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You know, I so I'm at, doing a chase like that would be kind of interesting, especially with electrified rails. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> you know they had to shut the whole ride down. Blah blah blah. They got them two hundred seventy three dollar fine. But you know what? It goes that's to it? show a lesson. <laughs> that's it. You cause all that problems. They're like, can you just give us two hundred fifty bucks and then go home, please? Never come back here. Please just never come back. <laughs> Fucking listen, guys. If you want a trespass warrant against Disney, this is a great way to start. I'll tell you. It's really I imagine great. it's actually pretty easy to like get banned from Disney World. All you it's have to do is try. It's pretty easy, but you know what? This guy did the extra credit version. You know? Oh fuck. But me. I appreciate the drive, though, man. Hey, 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 hey! My uh, my video stopped. That's all right. <laughs> just hit play again. <laughs> I'll try. I mean, it's gonna. It, okay, let's see. Let's oh, just did keep it stop going. because of the storage? Yes. Oh <laughs> fuck! Oh, Matt. Okay, so you keep so gonna- you you quickly just do a thing and then set it back up, and we're just gonna keep going. You know, yeah, no, so I'll, I'll multitask while you keep while we keep talking. You know, all right, all right, all right. delete some shit. I don't know. What Honestly, the fuck like, else I need to but like, I, I appreciate you saying. I appreciate the way that somebody like this is gonna like, you know, turn around and just be like, you know, how am I gonna get banned from Disney? Am I gonna scream at a child? Am I gonna? This this sounds like a bunch of guys, right? Get into a circle, and they're just like brainstorming like how to get kicked out from Disney, but they're in Disney while they're brainstorming, and the one crackhead friend turns around and goes, "Listen, man, I'm gonna chug this beer." Then I'm going to chug his beer. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to call Mickey Mouse a fucking pedophile. And I'm going to go skydive a little bit. I'm going to run right? away. No one's going to stop me. All right? Watch me. There's nothing me. you can do to stop this me. This is my vacation, okay? <laughs> Nobody's going to take this away from me. This is my And then this vacation. guy, he, this is the type of guy that goes up to them, right? And you know when you go to Disney, they'll have the can or they'll have the, the bottle, but they put it in like the, the clear cup instead. Yes. So yes. behind the counter, yeah. they're like, they're like, all right, so, sir, do you want this? Drink or this drink? He goes, which one's in a can? They go, oh, so you can't, you can't have the can. So he goes, yeah, I'll get this one then. And they go to put the can on the counter so they can open it and fill up the drink. And he just takes it out of their hand. He goes, watch this bitch. And he, <laughs> he keys it, he shotguns it, and he goes, give me another one. Say what? Just give me another one. <laughs> just give me another one. You can't stop me. I told you this is my vacation. I told you you can't stop me, boy. This is going to be Matt halfway through the day at Epcot. We're gonna 100. get we're gonna get to like Japan and I'm gonna be like Matt, Matt, I gotta buy the Dragon Ball Z thing. And Timmy's gonna be like, Can you stop spending money? You're, you're and Matt's gonna go me. I'm Matt's gonna go buy the look, Dragon Ball shit. Look at them. This is Disney. <laughs> I feel like you're also the type of guy in Disney that we could walk in there and you'll be like, You wanna go to Pearl? I'll be like, Matt, Matt, we're not gonna get it. He's like, No, no, but just try. You know, just try one. And then I don't get it and you're like, Yeah, but like just one. Just one. But like, That's you know, you the need. chances are pretty high. You already missed one. You could do another one. You the second one you probably one. get it. You could do another and one. And then I'm I'm drunk at this point, so I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah All right, I'm you know, drunk. he's right. Statistically he's speaking, the second one I could do. And then I don't get it, and you're like, listen, man. What's how's that saying go? Third time's a charm? There you go. The universe there is you telling go. you. And Timory's sitting in the back and nodding t- her head. <laughs> <laughs> the universe doing And it's just you and I going lives. back and forth going. I don't want to do another one. No, you should. Yeah, you're right, I should. I definitely you're should. Right, I should. What am I thinking? <laughs> I really should consider it. And we just keep going and going and going. Dude, until I can't wait. It's going to be a fun time. It's I'm going to vlog great. it. Fuck this shit. I'm going to vlog it, dude. That's how good it's going to be. Sorry. Oh my, oh my Diet root beer, man. It's very carbonated. It, it like helps empty my stomach. No, I dude, can we can vlog it. I want to do a pod while we're down there, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry. Do like an in-person pod. It'll be a whole like- thing. You know, we'll plan it more as we get closer to it. But for now, it's... Oh my god, I'm excited. Sorry. Please stop burping, my god. So the Grammy nominations are out. Yes, right? indeed. And I, I didn't realize they were coming out. 
until I hopped on Instagram and Complex was like, look, this is the crap. The rap mm. album of the year nominations, mm. rap performance nominations. Mm. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, <gasps> Miguel, by the way, this might be a video video less podcast for me, which is fine. I'll That's be here okay. for the ride. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure out my storage later. Anyway, yes, the 2023 Grammy nominations was released this past November 15th, which was this past uh, days, 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 days. I can't count. It has to be Wednesday or Thursday, something like that. A couple days um, ago. Yeah, of course, the Grammys will be premiering on time this year on February 5th because not the late because of that stupid little COVID disease that we all no, had not anymore, not anymore. a year ago. So uh, we're just going to go through the topics and see what's going on and just kind of go Oh, you know there. what we can do? I think What's we up? covered the Grammys once on the podcast a couple of years ago. Yeah, episode five we did. Can we do what we did then? And we'll go through like a a handful of the, you know, like the top categories. We'll the read major off. categories. Yeah, exactly. We we'll do the crazy. nominations and then we'll just guess who's going to win. And then we can yeah, go yeah. back and see. All right. So we'll just do the major ones. First right, off, right. Rec- record of the year. Don't Shut <clears throat> Me Down by ABBA. Easy On Me by Adele. Break My Soul by Beyonce. You and Me on the Rock by Brandi Carlisle. Woman by Doja Cat, Bad Habit by Steve Lacey, The Heart Part Five. There's too many fucking songs. Yeah, it's The Heart lot. Part Five by Kendrick, About Damn Time by Lizzo, and As It Was by Harry Styles. Yo, uh, I need a sidebar I, really quick. Yeah, uh, for real. Have you heard the Muppets version of About Damn Time? Please stop. I, it, it legitimately was a song that was stuck in my head last week. This is I a conversation. Who's going to win record of the year? Do I, what do I? Well, on the Academy basis, probably Beyonce or Adele. What I would like to see win is probably Steve Lacey, Kendrick, or Harry. But I'm, I'm pretty sure it's probably going to go to Beyonce if I had to take my guess. If I had to take bets, I would say the Academy would pick ABBA and... Uh, the the popular would go to Adele. I could see it going to ABBA as well because, again, they're a legacy act and the Grammys. That just feels like something really, the Grammys would do. Like that. That it's whole. Just, it says some shit that they yeah they would yeah. do. So of course, even though I wasn't really a big, I I mean that whole ABBA record in general, I wasn't really a fan of. Let's move on to album of the year. Album of the year. Voyage by ABBA. Thirty by Adele. Un verano sin ti by Bad Bunny. Renaissance by Beyonce. Holy people, good, man. How good many people morning, worked gorgeous on her album? by Mary J. Blige. What the heck? In the silent uh, was it in the silent days by Brandy Brandy Carlisle. Music of the Spears by Coldplay. Coldplay put the out Steppers an album? by Kendrick Lamar. And special by Lizzo and Harry's House by Harry Styles. What the fuck, dude? I Why mean, are there so I, many nominations? I don't know. There's a lot of writers on these albums too. There well, is, I mean, dude. The, Beyonce, the list of Beyonce's people that worked on this album crazy. just doesn't stop. Same thing with Mary J. Blige. I didn't even know she put out an album. It was fucking nuts. I mean, I'm going to say this. My personal favorites that I want to see win is either Bad Bunny, because I think more respect to Latin hip-hop and reggaeton artists, or Kendrick. I think those are my two big big pullers. Who do I think it's going to go to? Dude, if I went to fucking Coldplay, I will lose all respect. That would be so funny. That First of all, Coldplay, I, listen... <laughs> They haven't really had the strongest output in the past couple years. No, they have but not. Being said, but that being said, if you, I swear, their whole that album is just about shapes and planets. That's the. It's called music of the spheres, Matt. I that's understand. That's the whole point. But what's the more important? Point. What's more important, Miguel? A legacy act, a thirty-year-old woman in her prime, uh, a Spanish guy talking about a lost love in the summer, 
uh, an amazing Spice Girl, like, and a, and a, and a very good storytelling rat. Like, so Honestly, many better things. So I many better things. I would like Harry to win, but yeah. I I could definitely see it going to ABBA again. I could I could definitely see them cleaning house at the Grammys for no reason. If that happens, I think people will start the viewership's already down it is it's, it's gonna down get it's gonna, it's gonna get worse if that happens so um well i guess we'll see but i would probably take my bets with you on that as well i think that probably <clears throat> abba would win with voyage i mean again i'm not saying that abba's bad no not at all gotta, but, but that just feels realize, like something the grammys would do it's a 30 40 year gap and i mean i get it like they they're one of the most influential groups of disco from the 70s but the amount of output and work most of these other artists have already put out. It's just, I'm not saying that ABBA doesn't deserve it in terms of influence. I'm just saying that, like, at least in my opinion, I don't know. I just, there's so much more creative um, exposition and um, contribution from these other artists. I don't know, but that's just me. Um, Song of the year. Oh, you're in Song of the year? Oh, yes. A, B, C, D, E, F, U. Oh my god. I can't believe that song got nominated. About Dan Time by Lizzo. <laughs> All Too Well by Liz Rose and Taylor Swift. As it was by Harry Styles and Taylor. I think that's his I think it's Harry Styles' stage name, but it's Tyler uh, Johnson. Tyler Johnson's real name. Bad Abbott, Steve Lacey. Break My Soul, Beyonce. Easy on Me, Adele. God Did by DJ Khaled. What? No. Oh my God! The heart part <clears throat> five and just like that. Listen, if it goes to A B C D E F U, I have no hope. I want to see the Grammys I'm, burn. I it's, it could happen. <clears throat> I think if I'm gonna say who's the industry pick, probably either Taylor or Adele. Again, one of those two. What I would like to see. <clears throat> <sighs> Bad Habit, as it was in Harper Five, it, it still stands the same. So I don't know about you, but that I just, want just to see. It. No, I, I, I could I could give it to Adele in the, in this category. I could definitely give it to Adele. There's far too many nominations for my liking. <clears throat> I agree. There's way too much shit going on. Ah, uh, best, best new, new artist. I don't give a shit about best new artist. Anita, Omar, Apollo, Domi, and J.D. Beck, Mooney, Long, Samara, Joy, Lotto, Maniskin, Toby. I'll be honest, I really don't know these people. I only know Omar, Apollo, and Lotto. So, I mean, if I had to give it, I mean, probably Lotto because, I mean, she's not my favorite female nah, rapper. Man. but Maniskin like, is the, that, that band with that song from last year. I'm my knees and I'm begging. I don't want to lose you. Oh, those guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be the, that, that, I thought yeah. it was be the corner store guys. I thought that corner was Corner store. <laughs> and the man up on the corner. That is We'll skip over that. Pop. Best, um, best pop solo performance. Easy on me. Adele, Moscow Mule, Bad Bunny, Woman, Dadjica- Woman Doja Cat, Bad Habits, Stevie Lacey, About Damn Time, Lizzo, As It Was, Harry Styles. I'm going to say, again, Easy on Me or Lizzo. I think, industry-wise, I think they're very big favorites this year. I don't I fucking say. care about Lizzo, dude. Give it to Harry. I don't I don't care. I, yeah, I would give it to either Harry or Bad Bunny. I think those are the picks for sure. Uh, let's skip over the performance ones. 
Same with the traditional pop vocal. No, I mean, dude, I want to see. Wait a okay. second. What? Michael Bublé is nominated. His album, pretty good. Not going to lie. Uh, Wait, Evergreen? I'm sorry. Can we can we back up a little bit? Hold on. I actually Tonics is nominated. I just want to say I'm not going to go into it, but best pop duo group <clears throat> performance is probably going to go to "I Like You" by Post Malone and Doja Cat. That's probably what I have to say. Unholy's nominated. Really Unholy. Uh, that was a uh, a missed opportunity. Regardless. Not my favorite song, but it's a decent song. Nah, it's the tease on song. TikTok was better than the actual ending mix. So probably, probably. Mm. Um, back to tr- yeah, no, not tr- Evergreen, tr- a Christmas album, a Pentatonix Christmas album is nominated, and it's the second to worst one. That's funny. Give it to Michael Bublé. I think he deserves <laughs> it. If we're gonna pick, I'm probably gonna say either Diana Ross or Kelly Clarkson for industry pick, who I'd want to see win. None of these, but probably Diana Ross because she has some bangers. Or Michael Bublé. Bu- Give it I, I to like Bublé. Homie deserves Give it. Give it to Bublé. He, he does. He does. He does. Uh, best pop um, vocal album. Give it to Coldplay. Next, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> Harry's house for me. Best pop vocal album. It's the same picks as before as the main album of the year. Honestly, between Vo- between Adele, Abba, Coldplay, Lizzo, Harry. Give it to Harry. Give it to Harry. Give it to Harry. Give it to Harry. I'm kind of uh, a. I'm kind of flying through these now because I know that we want to get to the rap. So I want to. We do. We do. I I'm just, just get through the, and, the rock and, ones. Don't look that interesting. Red Hot Chili Peppers, best rock song, Black Summer. Not their best song, but I'd like to see them win a Grammy for I it. I mean, be yeah. Good. I mean, it just sounds like an old, um, you know, old, 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 old fever cut dream, you know, yeah. type shit. I honestly, um, honestly, uh, Machine yes. Gun Kelly's mainstream sellout is nominated for best rock album. I want to see him lose more than anything in this world. Um. I'm sure if it was the previous album, you'd have different opinions. Agreed. <laughs> this album sucks. I know you that well. I'm going to say who should win. Probably Ozzy, just out of respect. Give it to Ozzy, man. Ozzy's a goat. Ozzy's a goat. Uh, let's keep looking through. We'll just keep going through the interesting ones. R&B. This is one for me. Uh, never mind. It was for me. <laughs> well... R&B performance here with me. Mary J. Blige, Anderson Pack, fucking killed it. I fucking love them, dude. Mary J. Blige is, is royalty. She needs to be respected. Sometimes I like Beyonce. Don't get me wrong. But Mary J. Blige, man. Gotta respect she the goat, it more. Man. She does. Um, Best uh, rap see. performance. Oh, we're just going straight to rap. Yes, okay, dude. We're saying fuck everybody. Hold on. Wait. That, yeah, the R&B albums suck, dude. Well, okay. They don't suck. I'm it's sorry. the Grammys, it's just, man. I know, but it's just maybe ones that okay. I'm just gonna say R&B album, probably your Chris Brown and Mary J. Blige. That's it. Okay, back. Oh, I forgot Chris Brown put rap. out an album this year. Best rap performance. God did. DJ Khaled, Vegas, Doja Cat, Pushing P, Gunna, FNF, Hit Kid, and Glow Glorilla, and a hard pipe fight. Kendrick Lamar. Give it to Kendrick Lamar. Keep it easy. I'm, I'm Make pulling sure DJ for Khaled Kendrick. Loses. I'm pulling for Kendrick, but I would also like Pushing P to win. Because <laughs> that's Push and P. Whatever. That'd be very Push and P. Dude, that Vegas track by Doja Cat was really good, too. It is. It's oh very Oh, my God. Fun. First Class is nominated for Best Melodic Rap Performance. Um, You know, it's a good song. Does that but count? I like, but I... What, First Class? He's not really... I don't... That's actually uh, a good question. Uh, oh, because it's a hook, probably. That's why. Uh, because of the fucking... But uh, that's kind of cheeky. Uh, but these are good options, though. Except for DJ Khaled. DJ Wait Khaled is a great it. future song. First class, I mean, it's not really that melodic, but it's a good Jack Harlow song. Uh, but Die no. Hard by Kendrick and Big Energy by Lotto. I'm going to be honest, man. I think industry-wise, 
probably Jack. But who would Good. I want to see win? Give him his win? first Grammy. Who I want to see win? Die Hard. I just like Die Hard this much better. You can't see it on because there's no camera. But this much better <laughs> than than, Ken, than 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 Jack. The so I, I mean that's just where my heart is. Jack's nominated again. Okay, so best rap song: Churchill Downs by Jack. Great song. Harlow. God Did by Khaled, Heart Pie 5 by Kendrick, Push and P by Gunna, and Wait For You by Future. Again, I think, I, oh, dude, come on. When you put Churchill down in this situation, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> That's probably one of the, I mean, to be fair, people give Jack so much shit about, dude, Jack's a good rapper. I don't he care is. what any of y'all say. And you could, you'll probably say that, oh, because like I'm white or this and that for saying it. I don't really care. What? But- well, no, because people always like. There's like a stereotype that people are like, "Oh, well, you know, like well, you know how it goes, like with like white Whatever, rap fans." Like, if it, dude. you know, what I'm trying to say, I you don't know care. Churchill Downs. I don't win. care. It's it's a good one. It's a good one. Let DJ Khaled um, get nominated all these times and make sure he loses every single time. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Um. Best rap album. Yeah, but I think I think for me it'd be Churchill Downs or Wait for You. Uh. Let me see. Best rap album. Uh, I want Kendrick Lewin. God did by Khaled. Future. I never liked you. Come home. The kids miss you. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. It's almost dry, but push your T. Ah, that's tough. I want to see Kendrick win because he deserves it. But I would also find it hilarious if Jack Harlow somehow sweeps the three categories he's in. I would find it hilarious too. Um, but that being said, I'm really thinking about it. Industry-wise, probably Jack. My personal taste, it's almost dry. That's a really good Pusha T record. Like, Kanye and Pharrell's production carries so fucking much on those records, man, I'm telling you. Or that Whatever. Record. It's good, man. Well, if you, if you haven't listened to it, come on now. Of course not. But, you think I'm going to listen to Pusha T? It's fucking, he's, it's so fucking good, dude. It's uh, so good. I don't give a shit. But I get it. That's just my personal pick. But if I had to say it, it's either going to be Kendrick or Jack. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Grammy nominations um, this year. Grammy nominations, Grammy nominations, Grammy Kind of mid. Uh, uh, let me see. Well, I'm just going through like the last bit of it past that. <laughs> Really, nothing else past that, to be honest. Nothing that's related to. Mm, to well, us. hold on. Let me see. Latin. I got. Want to see best Latin Latin pop albums? I mean, I'll give it. No, I don't really know them too well. I'll be honest. See, this is another shit they gotta change. Best music <laughs> or about an album? I don't know. I feel like it should just be reggaeton. I think you have to reg- recognize it a bit better than just that. Yeah. That's just my opinion, but again, uh, between all those, obviously, either Bad Bunny or Daddy Yankee. I think Daddy Yankee's done a lot, or Maluma. I think those are the that's top Daddy Yankee's last album too. I'd like to see him win. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's a legacy artist in reggaeton. I think you have to give him his flowers. Yeah, Bad Bunny. I think is probably going to be the big pick to win, and then Maluma. I like Maluma. Don't get me wrong, but I think he has better albums than the Love and Sex tape. To be honest with you. So I don't know. That's just that's just me though. Latin rock. I don't I don't really pay attention too much to that. Um, and then uh, yeah, that's really it. I mean, you know, you got some Amer- you got some other American roots country, but like to be honest, me and Miguel aren't really too well versed in that reggae, global music. I mean, nope. 
<laughs> children's music were definitely not versed in that spoken word. So yeah, I think I don't think mid. I think it's just as expected. I think yeah, for the major yeah, category, I think for the main top four, I don't know how I feel. I'll be honest. Not really into them too much. You know? Well, you know what? I'll say this again, is better than the last respected, couple of years. Uh, yeah, I'd say maybe mid kind of. <laughs> I'd say average, average a little under mid. below. Yeah. But it's better but than you know, you know, the trash of last year. But the reason they added so many, um, you know, so many uh, things, I feel like, is because of the... Uh, you know, the because they want it. They they don't want. Yeah, they don't want to really be perceived as such. You know, yeah. even though they jazz. are. <sighs> yeah, sadly. <laughs> all right. You know, what else, you know, what is it mid though? Elon Here we Musk go. and Twitter. This is just be the fucking segment of the week. Elon <laughs> Musk says he's letting Donald Trump back on Twitter. He justified the decision based on the results of a personal Twitter poll that oh, people have spoken. Musk decreed. Via The Verge by James Vincent But it's Vincent not even just Sean Donald. It's, it's fucking Donald and Andrew Tate and Kanye West are all back at the same time. I'm so happy. <laughs> he's, trying to, he's turning Twitter into the digital version. He's trying to turn it into the digital version of the real world. Just well, by adding things like free... Sp- like, I... I think I'm fine with it, but that's only because I don't use Twitter. So, but then again, I don't know how much my, my opinion on Twitter really counts then if I don't use it whatsoever. Yeah, I think I'll say this much. I think people really exaggerate the image of Twitter. Let me just get that out of the way. I know you don't use it as much. I use it way more than you, but like yeah. respectfully, like so. It's like for me, I have I obviously see it on a day to day, and I will say it has its extremes of like what the fuck and like cool, like usefulness and everything yeah. and feature wise and like again like. I'll say this and saying that if you don't like things that, for lack of a better word, may maybe make you feel uncomfortable. It's probably not the space for you. It's really not. I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, like, to be honest, I mean, if you went on my Twitter, which I can't show you right now, (laughs) even that feed's fucked up. It's like, you'll, I mean, you'll see, like, funny tweets, you'll see memes, and then maybe some... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to censor myself. You know, like it, it goes around a lot. And I mean, obviously, it's based off what you follow, what you're interested in, yada, yada. Yeah. Because the, the thing algorithm about social and media, things. Yeah, social media is a placement based game. So, of course, you know, <laughs> I mean, for all of us, for the most part, those are the three major categories. I either, for me, if you want to my feed, it's just music, fucked up memes, or uh, again, that. Yeah. Boop. <laughs> I ain't going <laughs> to I ain't going to lie. So, um, you know, <laughs> that being said, but yes, Donald Trump apparently was allowed to rejoin. I checked. It's official. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw it. He He's hasn't back. said anything, He's, though, right? He hasn't said, no. The last thing he said was, like, about, like, was when the January riots were happening. Um, And I, you know, I see where he's going, man. I, I mean, I get it. Because I do, this is where I, I follow the guy a lot. I think you can't. You know what it's like? I always say it's like if... Miguel, imagine if you had a kid, right? Okay. And it's like, instead of like censoring his ideas or like tell, or not even just censoring his ideas, let's just say he does something, right? Say something, something stupid. What do you do? You don't just put him in a fucking room or like a cage or something and just say like, 
You stay there until you learn what you did. <laughs> how are you supposed to learn if you're not allowed to delegate? Matt, I don't thing. think Twitter is the place for people to learn lessons. Not learn. Le- I'm not saying to learn lessons, but the bigger point I'm trying to make is the fact is that if you block out every viewpoint, then how are you no, supposed to is, get a wider scope? That's what I mean to say. I'm not yeah. saying because it kind of perches into cancel culture in that sense. Where it's like, okay, this person said some fucked up shit or did some fucked up shit or is hurting a community. What do you do? Well, if you just put them in a box and zip tie their mouth, what does that teach people? You're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. Yeah. Because at that point, you're just a hypocrite. You're you're promoting negative energy just as much as the other person. So what do you do? You should allow the delegation to happen, even if you're uncomfortable with it. But on some deep shit, this is the last thing I'll, well, not the last thing I'll say about it, but just like, I guess in particular to this aspect, it's like when you feel comfortable, it means you're an upset person. You know what I mean? What? But if you're always like, no, just let me, hold on, let me finish the point. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm very confused. Just, just, no, just follow me. So if you're, an, if you're upset, you're you're typically want things to be like a certain way, right? Like you don't want no change, but you're not growing as an individual. You're not gaining new perspective. When you allow yourself to be uncomfortable and gain new perspective, that's where you start seeing different viewpoints other than your own. And that's where you train yourself to be more um, open-minded. And I think that's the problem with Twitter where it's very much of a bubble, and I'm not saying, like, I'm not playing politics, but I mean, hey, it's obvious it's more of a left-leaning platform, and I'm not saying, I mean, I'm a leftist, too, I'll be honest in saying that. I'm sure you are, too. No, I'm wrong in saying that. Okay. But it's also, too, you have to be open to other sides of the spectrum, too, and understand that people have different opinions. It's just kind I, of childish that I can to, understand. like, block people out. I think it's, it's, it's just part when of the becomes, problem when you try to block things out and you try to block people out. It's, you're not going to find hate, any kind of solution. Yeah, when it's hate speech, obviously. Like, if you're saying, like, derogatory things towards a certain group, yeah, it's kind of hard to take you seriously, you know? Yeah. It really is. It's like when, it's like if you and me are arguing and I just call you a bunch of names and curse words. Like that's not like an argument. That's just that's just me being a dick to you. That's just you what? trying to scream because you don't like the things I'm saying. Exactly, and then just goes which gets you nowhere. Exactly. So, I mean, pushing it back to the whole Donald Trump thing, it's kind of like, well, in that case, if you're gonna be upset about it, at least say say about it why in a platform, because then other people may see those ideas and then take them internalized, and like people say, oh well, that creates division. I mean, like maybe even then, so. But I it's mean, like, it's it's division with understanding, you know. Exactly. It's, it's it's rather than division with silence and not having a reason or not knowing the full reason and scope. It's division with complete knowledge of the other side, you know. So exactly. everything's laid on the table. So you, doing something like that means you're separating yourself deliberately rather than just cutting something off and just being the more closed-minded side of it. You're just like, yeah. no, I saw your point. I get your point. I want nothing to fucking do with your point. <laughs> exactly and um no that's exactly it and that's all there is to it really oh um, you can even see in this poll it's interesting there's like a 50 it was very close to a 50 50 vote like 48 percent. so 
like I said, it says in his article here, Elon Musk. It, so he had the <sighs> he had a poll to reinstate Trump on Twitter, and it was yes at fifty one percent and no at forty eight percent. And it's like it's a pretty tight, pretty tight demographic. But it goes to show there was just as much of a majority that wanted to hear what he had to say too. Um. Oh my God! He actually tweeted, "Vote now with positivity, but don't." <laughs> oh my God, dude! It's so okay, funny. I am tired but, of talking about Elon Musk and Twitter. It is all I hear about. It's all I talk about. I'm, I'm done with man, it. Please, let's probably, move on so I can talk about this fucking Nickelback album. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's it makes for good content. Thumbs up. Does it? For me, it does. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so, uh, so I don't, I don't know if we kind of formally announced this in the last week's uh, episode as well, but we're going to be doing music reviews, and some weeks it may be respective to our own taste, and other weeks we might decide on something mm. that's together. And be, so yeah, for me, yeah. I, I'll get to mine later. But Miguel um, reluctantly picked one of the best bands of all time, Nickelback. Oh uh, yeah, one of, the of best course. Alternative no, post hardcore. I just <laughs> so the plan is supposed to be that you know because music will come out. On a Friday, we're going to put up snack time on a Friday. We should be able to pick what we're going to listen to that Friday. And then you have the weekend and Monday or whatever to listen to it and kind of gauge your opinion. Not a ton of time. We both completely forgot. So I hopped on Apple Music yesterday. I'm like, you know, none of my artists have put anything out. Let me just hop on on the like the newly released. Nickelback put out an album. I was listening to a, Sam Smith put out like a weird artsy back to his roots kind of like a Christmas EP. Then I, I got like... I got through it, which was incredibly mediocre. You know, so that's not the point because that's not my kind of thing. But there's a Nickelback album. Let me tell you, did you hear that? Uh, did you hear that TikTok sound a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago when uh, uh what's that music reviewer's name? Anthony Fantano, Fantuno, yeah, Fantuno? yeah, 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 yeah. He, uh, Fantano. Fantano, Fantano, thank you. He uh, he was doing a, a little <laughs> review. My, my favorite thing is is what <laughs> my favorite thing is when he does the reviews and he just puts like. It's just a video of his face and then like a blank out of 10 and it's just like a, a wall of text and you're trying to read it as he moves around. This <laughs> the sound of this album opener went around TikTok and it's everybody's just like what the what the fuck this is Nickelback? What the is it that sounds the like, like I don't know the lyrics but that's it's fine. The name of the song is San Quentin and it feels like a the vibe that I get from that Event Sevenfold song in Black Ops 2 in, uh, oh, in Origins. Sure. Let's take a moment yeah. to break the ice. Same vibe. <laughs> and they I gotta that, tell you. They call that butt rock. That's what that's called. Butt rock. Mm. <laughs> Nothing makes my butt rock like some it's butt rock. Same, it's the type of rock that like 40, 45 year old dads listen to. The same ones that get up at like 5 a.m. Cracks a white monster. Puts on their fucking Yeah, um, gotta have the zero calorie monster, you know. The zero cal monster. Stops like seven eleven in the morning. Uh, goes to the construction site till like maybe five or six. Goes home, beats their wife, and then just goes wow. to bed. Wow! I, I didn't know about that last part. Well, you're so informative. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. So yeah, no, but so what did you think of the album? Tell I me. mean, so I, I was listening to it this morning. Like I listened to it yesterday, <laughs> and I listened to it this morning while I was uh, you know, at like six a.m. playing zombies for no reason because now we're back on the zombies kick, yeah. and it's it's. I'm not a Nickelback fan. I thought I could try with this album. I'm still not a Nickelback fan. <laughs> because it's such a shame. 
you know, in the Dolby and the high-res lossless, whatever it is, man, even at like the perfect time in the morning when I could just sit there and listen and focus on it. The first song, San Quentin, is so good that it makes the rest of the album hurt so much more. Because the rest of the album just, it goes from like this like harder butt rock <laughs> sound yeah. to just, it's just like more Nickelback. And mind you, just like I was saying with Megan Trainor, if you're a fan of Megan Trainor, you'll like the album. If you're a fan of Nickelback, just sounds like more Nickelback. Every time another song played, I tried to be like, wait, maybe I like this one too. But it's all just repetitive Nickelback. And it's such a shame because that opener is so fucking good. But it is not what the album sounds like. And the cover has nothing to do with what the album is about. It doesn't feel like there's a like a an overall scope or an overall like idea behind the album. It just feels like more Nickelback over and over again. You know what they should do? They should release a greatest hits album and just put Rockstar on every track. That's what that first song also sounds like. 14 wheels and 14 drives. I gotta. No, no, listen, man. If you want to know how to play any Nickelback song, just learn a minor pentatonic scale. That's it. You're such a loser. You just want to flex your little music theory knowledge every now and then. Shut up, bro. What is it? What is a pentatonic scale, Matt? Can you tell me the steps in a pentatonic scale? It's not important right now. The exactly. Thing I that's what I you. thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, get right. rolling by Nickelback. I'll give it a solid five out of ten. Yeah. Five point four out of ten. The opener is really good. I feel like if I give it another listen, maybe like a God something else. I think Vegas Bomb was all right. High Time was all right, but it's just like. It's not it. It's not it for me. I'll hang on to that opener though. San Quentin is is a good fucking time. Uh, the other thing I listened to, what I said, the Holly and the Ivy, the Sam Smith EP. It's like a four out of ten. I like that it's not just like his pop, over processed shit like it's been for the last couple of years with him. Because uh, you know, I, I I always tell you the uh, Too Good at Goodbyes is one of my favorite albums of recent years, a Sam Smith album. But at, like since then, everything feels very like thrown into a machine and then you crank the machine and then the machine poops out something this doesn't feel like that but it's too boring and not the kind of christmas music music i like so you get like a a 5.4 i'll put them equal to each other yeah that's usually how that goes i mean listen man you're trying new shit you might not like it that's the whole point you're trying new shit yeah i appreciate it all right now this is your uh this is a very sad time for you these your boys put out these two albums the boys are back. And you don't gone. know. Yeah, they're very much gone. Um, my favorite boy band, Brockhampton. My favorite rap group of all time. Probably one of my favorite artists in the past couple of years. If you don't know Brockhampton, I'll give you the general synopsis. Basically, uh, six performers, three producers, um, multiple graphic designers and videographers and such and such. It's an idea that I aspire to be very much so. But also, it's very difficult. I mean, even doing it on my own now, but different story for another time. Um, yeah, they had their final two, final two albums, originally supposed to be one, called The Family. Now there's two, The Family and TM, which stands for There's More. The reason they broke up 
is a multitude of issues, including just a uh, general want for each member to do their own solo gig and um, just issues within the group emotionally and just not wanting to make their uh, make their lives into music and just want to be friends without the music. Not that the music is bad, but sometimes it's like growing up, you know? You don't want to be with your family anymore. That's kind of the whole point of the family. Yeah. Sometimes I mean, they've also been doing it for, what, seven years? Eight years? Ten years. Ten, ten years, ten, Jesus. Almost ten years, yeah. 2010. No, I'm sorry, 2014, excuse me. So that'd be like eight, six years. Yeah, That's a long time, man. Especially for a group like that, <clears throat> of like 13, 15 people, that's a long time to manage. Yeah. Um... So I'll just start with the first album, The Family. Uh, the Family is actually not even a Brockhampton album, but a Kevin Abstract uh, solo album, which Kevin Abstract is basically the leader of this group. And, uh, you know, Kevin's a very intelligent guy. <clears throat> I think he's very artistic. I think he's very smart. I think, you know, not to do too much dick riding, but, you know, <laughs> it, even guys in the group have accredited him for the group being together for so long because of the vision. Um so I think from what I've gathered, the family is Kevin's perspective as the leader, and TM, which has the band in it, is the group's feelings towards everything, along with like some like other unreleased cuts and stuff like that. Um, the family is kind of upsetting because it's like it kind of talks about how Kevin was really trying to enjoy the years, but it's just hard between like having issues between. Um, one of the major members having a, um, especially in the Saturation Trilogy, if you know, you know, um, having a blank allegation uh, issue. It's number one. Um, not to mention another member's um, uh, father has committed the um, delete button. So a lot of shit has <laughs> happened. And like just Why all those internal issues. like and- that? I mean, <laughs> what the hell? I'm so sorry for that. La- <laughs> oh my! God. I don't know any other way to put it. I'm sorry. Just redacted. I just don't want to be rude, and I don't want to get YouTube taking this shit off. <laughs> I'm trying to find the best words. I'm sorry, out of respect. But anyway, no. But you know, I mean, there's um. But it's it's a shame. It's a shame for both things to have happened, and they shouldn't have happened the way that they did. And um, I think listening to group to the group for a couple years now like i have too much of that emotional connection and um overall i think um the family is at first i really actually kind of didn't like it i'm not gonna lie to you i don't know if it was just because of the mix or whatnot or whatever case may be but the more i listened to it the more i understood why it's almost like a closure album as to why things ended um and you could really see, I mean, between Kevin's alcoholism building up and uh, amongst another, uh, just arguments with the group. And I mean, what's really funny is they released the family as a way out of the record deal, too. It's the only reason why it's released besides anything else. Roadrunner was supposed to be their last album, but. And then TM came along, and TM is more of like <coughs> creative input from other members and just them having fun and this and that. And I think it's a great time, too. Um, if I had to rate both of these albums, it'd probably eight out of tens for me. The Saturation Trilogy will always be ten out of ten for me, but I think for these, I think it's um, it's kind of like the same way you view Endgame, where it's like Infinity War was technically the apex, but 
um, I think this is a good way to end the band, and I think it's a good way to close everything out. Um, and yeah, I think I was very pleased with this listen. I I was actually I thought my expectations were too high, but it was a fun time. It was a fun time for sure. I'm glad. So, I'm yeah. It's yeah. it's so easy for a situation like this to come up and for it to disappoint and to like drop the ball because the expectations can be too high. So the fact that you can give it, you know, like an eight out of ten, or you know, something like this is a nice surprise too. You know, you you got your favorite artist, you're waiting on an album, they put one out, and then they're like, "Ah, J.K., you get two albums. You're you're, you're welcome. Goodbye." I was like, "Thank you, I appreciate it." That's awesome, dude. That's amazing, dude. Um, but yeah, that's the music review for the week. Um, I think uh, let's just let's just get down to the dart, the the meat and the business the of today's episode. Um, uh, Black Friday. Happy Thanksgiving, first of all. Happy um, Thanksgiving. To all of you, I hope. If you celebrate, if not, okay, sorry. But if you do, <laughs> thank you. Most people in the States, uh, travel safe, uh, get your turkey on. Um, but we're not oh. here to talk about that. We're kind of avant-garde with this shit. Um, as much I've as never fun been as like a be. huge Thanksgiving fan anyway. Like, no, to be I don't honest, think a I'm lot like, of people are, dude. Like, because like, it's just the precursor, it's like the pregame to Christmas. You know? Exactly, exactly. That's it's all it's it is. really just you need That's to have self control with Christmas and everything until Thanksgiving, and then it's like, fuck it, everything breaks loose. And that you Thank- know that that's true. That's why you got Black Friday people showing up at fucking like four in the morning to go buy that horrible Walmart TV for 200 bucks. How, how does one. <laughs> How does one get blacked out on Thanksgiving and then the next day they get a Sonia Bravia the next day? Like, how the fuck does that happen? America. <laughs> America. That's it. That's all I got to say. Like, <laughs> anyway. No, dude, I just like, speaking on Thanksgiving real quick, just like, I've never been a no, huge yeah. fan of Thanksgiving. Like, I hate turkey, first of all, because if someone's going to make it in the oven, it's so easy for that shit to be dry. And if that shit's dry, you're sitting there trying to chew it. The only thing that's making it moist is your to the spit. Choir, it's gross. Brother. All right. That's Second, the, that's the biggest reason why cranberries, I hate bro. turkey. Cranberries, mid as shit. All right, you eat that the shit sauce half or the time. Just the regular shit. Wait, I don't know anybody that serves that shit whole. No, I mean, but I like that's not the shit. Be out the can. People don't I mean, be like, here's a cranberry, here's some sauce. They'd be like, here's the can. <laughs> it's basically gelatin. Here you go on a bowl. Half the time, nah, that, that it slaps if you're in the mood. mood. Otherwise, fucking sucks. Waste of time. You're just eating gelatin out of a can that doesn't taste like gelatin. I, I never liked it myself either. I remember we used to have every Thanksgiving and when I was in Jersey, we always used to have it at my grandmother's house. And don't get me wrong, she me she makes she used to make a bomb ass turkey. Um but yeah, all the other stuff I wasn't really a big fan of. I mean, it wasn't until then I started going to my uncle's house and this and that. And my uncle's cool because he'll deep fry the turkey, get a nice crust, get some juices with it. That's the way I mean, in my opinion, it's the most dangerous. But it's the most effective way to cook a turkey, in my opinion, or any type of <laughs> poultry for that matter. Even if it does cause a fire in your backyard, regardless. But um, you know, I think um, I think I'll say this much: I think the older I've gotten, the more I appreciate it, just in general. Because I get some corny uh, shit, but it's like, you know, okay. people, people, people always be like, "Oh well." I don't really talk to my family, or not really about my family, or like, there's always issues when I go That's over. That's exactly like, what I was about to say. There's always that shit, right? And I get it. I'm I've been there, and I always deal with that too. I get it because it's always a fucking cock battle of like, oh, I'm doing better oh, than man, you are this year. Oh man, nothing rocks like a Thanksgiving cock battle. Let me Dude, tell you, real. 
I mean, you know how it goes. Like sometimes you have a relative and they're like talking about like X, Y, and Z and trying to look better. And then oh like, yeah, the joke of all, all of the one relative, the one relative will, will like simultaneously look at you and be like, "Guess tu novia, guess tu novia." Be like, "Where's your girlfriend? <laughs> guess tu novia." But, but then it, it's like the, the older the yeah. older aunt or something that would be like. Where's your She'll girlfriend? Spit- Why are you looking so fat? What the fuck is your problem? Yeah, she always be spitting shit, right? And then so you don't say like, nothing to her for the rest of the night. She goes, did you vote this year? Did you vote this year? <laughs> like, who did you She's vote like, for? You'd be like, this yeah. fucking generation, man. They don't know what we had to go this through. This fucking generation. You didn't we vote? We work harder. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. Your mom must have not beat yada, you yada, enough, yada, huh? Yada. No, I'm sorry. Let me get And you're like, what are you doing in my right house? So get the fuck out in there. <laughs> what are you you walked yeah. into my house to eat some free food and you want to look at me dead in the eyes and tell me that I'm the problem? This is my fucking house, bitch. <laughs> get out of here. Oh god, yeah. Um so what comes yeah, after the the uh the travesty that is Thanksgiving? Well, I say travesty, 50-50. All right. Yeah. I, I've never been a huge fan of Thanksgiving, but I can see why a lot of people love it. And of course, I'm always going to get down with it and hang out with family and do what you got to do, show face and have some food, whatever. Uh, after Thanksgiving comes the most American holiday, that is Black Friday. And I <laughs> the think... most barbaric holiday. Dude, it's horrible. This is your first year working in retail on Black Friday, right? I'm scared. Dude, this is... Uh, I think this is going to be my <laughs> my fourth or fifth straight, right? So... Well, what is it? I worked a Black Friday at FYE, and that was weird. That was like Thanksgiving. The mall opens at, uh, I think, at like 9 o'clock, and it's open from like 9 to midnight, and then it closes for a couple hours, and it opens again at, at like 5 or 6. So I remember mm. I did that last year, or not last year. That was like uh, 2018. And then this is going to be, I think, my third Christmas in majors, not consecutively, but just like in general. And you know, you've seen our building. Our building's small, but it's it's still like wild dude because now you know costco doesn't do black friday doorbuster you know sometimes you go to best buy or walmart and they're like for the first six hours of black friday you can get this piece of shit on tv that is usually 300 dollars for 150 bucks a 65 inch 4k whatever and you know people eat that shit up costco doesn't do that costco put out the booklet that had the three coupons that were going on simultaneously they put that booklet out the end of october because they were like, look, yeah. man, this sale starts October 31st. It goes until the 14th. This one starts the 14th. It goes till the 28th. This one starts the 25th and ends the 28th. This, this three-day Black Friday thing is here. But what people don't know is, or they don't realize, is with all these companies, Costco is smart. They're not going to wait for those sales. Every single day, you get emails and things that say, hey, this thing's supposed to start on the 14th. It's starting on the 2nd. This thing's supposed to start the 28th. It starts on the 3rd, you know? They're extending all these sales. So people still come in every day and they're like, hey, I see this TV's like $400 off. Is this, uh, think it's going to go any lower? And I got to look at them and be like, no, no, it's not. But in my head, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, how much lower do you want it how to much, be? How much lower do you expect? Do you want us <laughs> to just give it away for free? Mind you, so I don't fuck, care. This is, this is a make fucking $3,000 LG, exactly. LG TV and it's down like almost a, a K. A rack. And you're and you're really and gonna you're look like, me dead in the eye. This and go, isn't good enough. It's, the sixty, the seventy inch OLED TV. It's not cheap enough. Oh my like, god, the man! Fuck, man! They're like, you think it's gonna go any lower? I'm like, if you're looking for it to be lower, you're clearly shopping for the wrong TV. For real, you Dude, clearly honestly, need to like gauge your expectations even, a bit better. Even like myself too. It's kind of like I, I'm, and you know, I've talked about it with my dad. We're thinking about getting the the seventy inch Samsung. Just don't be that family, dude. 
So uh, we're looking for Don't real get estate. the crystal. We're look we're looking for real estate. We're not looking for <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. This is what uh, I've had to tell everybody. Listen to me, Matthew. When I tell I'm you listening. I'm listening. The Crystal I'm listening. Samsung. I understand. The Crystal Samsung seven series. It's a twenty twenty two manufactured TV with tech from twenty nineteen. It is an old piece of crap to the point where the Samsung representative himself came into my building and told me, How is it that you plan to sway buyers away from buying this old TV? If you buy this TV, (laughs) I have to judge you. And then you're going to go, oh my God, it's because it's $400 and it's a Samsung. It's got to be high quality. No, it doesn't. That's not what that means at all. Gets the job done. No, it doesn't. (laughs) Nah, yeah. Nah, I... Tell me. Listen, I want the old... No, I want the LG OLED. No, I'm not telling you you get an OLED. There are more options in the world of TVs than a cheap piece of crap Samsung and the crazy expensive LG. You could get a regular LG TV or a QNED or a Q6 Samsung, which would be miles better and cost you only maybe $100 more. Yeah. OLED. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll consider those for sure. We'll talk shop later. Um, Nah, but you're you're right. Um, That's funny because that's kind of the scams that we go through in these times. Yeah, dude. It's just... It's like... It's, it's horrible. just always something. Because these it's, companies will mark things up so much during the rest of the year, knowing damn well they're going to mark them down significantly for Black Friday. And it's just like their their percentage gain margins are so extravagant that there's so much room for them to knock prices down come Black Friday. But then it's also all a finesse because, like I said, you go to Walmart and the Walmart's like, Hitting you with the buzzwords, you know, 65-inch TV, $200, only on Black Friday. And people are eating that shit up. But Walmart's not being like, oh, here are the customer reviews. It's actually a piece of crap. Probably shouldn't even be worth the 200 bucks. But you know what? Come take it from us. Just buy it. Who gives a fuck? Exactly. It's cheap. Oh, my God. What the fuck happened? Oh, here we go. Um, Yeah, dude. It's, it's just a whole shtick at this and point. And not to mention it's dangerous because people are so... Stupid sometimes, man. Yeah. Like, how many times do you hear about horror stories of people like swarming into Best Buy and like trampling people? All for what? Because you think they might have a PS5? You think? <laughs> I tell you, they won't. No, probably not. It's a limited quantity. That's and right. They just use it to their advantage. Just give up and already. Give in to the scalpers like I did. Give it to the scalpers or just go on Cyber Monday and just hope your fucking luck works out. Yeah. And if not, oh well, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, between chip shortages and just the rough 22 production-wise and like how mm. most major companies are behind since that yeah. year, like, bro, figure it out. Oh, my God, <laughs> dude, did you, see a, did you see what's going on at Foxconn right now? No, I have not. Dude, so Foxconn, you know it's a... What is Foxconn? It's, it, I don't even know Foxconn is. is a company that, you know, just as an example, makes most of Apple's iPhones. You know, like their manufacturing is in China and in India and some in, I think, the U.S. Or it's mostly the computers in the U.S. Never mind. Uh, Foxconn is it's just a huge manufacturing company in China. You know, cheap labor, blah, blah, blah. The people live there. Like there's apartments in the Foxconn, I guess, estate where people live to work. And it's, it's been a constant thing of lockdowns because China is still going through COVID lockdowns back and forth. And, you know, every time they lock down, these people are stuck basically at their jobs where they're going to live and work 
at the same time. They uh they announced a lockdown again, I think last week or a couple days ago. And uh people literally just gave up and like abandoned their possessions and ran to go jump the fences at Foxconn to get the hell out. <clears throat> and since it's so many people just up and leaving, instead of Foxconn like have going up and down stairs and grabbing these possessions and just like cleaning out apartments one by one, they're literally bagging people's things up and throwing them out the windows because it's quicker. But it looks like some post-apocalyptic shit. <laughs> it's That's just a lot like of people stuff work through this. Time I know. Of year. <clears throat> fuck it, man. I mean, if I was in the same position, I'd do the same. Fuck this shit. It's just the I'm whole t- situation is fucked. Dude, I'd... Listen, I'd fucking leave, too. Who gives a fuck? I mean, I get it because it's like the pay and the wages and everything in the government system isn't the best over there. Yeah. But, man, if you're pushed to that point, I wouldn't... It's basic human rights. I wouldn't fucking blame you. That's a fucking shame. No, it's horrible. It goes to show, though, dude. Like, these companies don't care about you. None of them do. You're, You're all just, just a, a fucking number. Pause. But, yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Same wavelength. Is <laughs> it for real? But, like, no, nah, it's true. Like, people are so replaceable. And, you know, you can get into a whole conversation about rich dad, poor dad, and having your own business and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, but come on, let's... Unless you have the the capital, let's stay focused here. You know, on the, at the end of the day, um, uh, this isn't really like a holiday that should. Be it's happy. not something that should be it's celebrated. Not something that should be embraced at all by any means. I think at a, at the end of the day, you know, I think there obviously should be sales, this and that, but the megalomania that has just consumed this time of year. Dude, be honest with yourself. Are you more worried about getting Christmas presents, or are you more worried about seeing your family? That's all I'd have to say. And that's the problem, dude. That's the fucking problem. You think that you just get a possession and then all of a sudden your uh, sins are absolved and blah, 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 and this and that, yada, yada, yada. Blah, blah, blah. Dude, look at me and Miguel. Miguel's like, what do you want to get? What do you want me to get you this year? I don't know. Maybe a book or a mug. Like, (laughs) that's a thought that counts that you want to get somebody something. Not the fact that. Not the fact that I'm gonna like I'm not gonna go to me. He's my bro. We've been friends for about almost ten years. No, exactly ten years now. And it's like I'm not gonna be like I'm just gonna buy you this expensive shit to prove my friendship or my loyalty to you. It's like nah, should not be that way. No. So I mean, but like be- on the bright side, because of all these sales, I finally got my Christmas shopping done for Timmy and most of my family. So like. You know the hypocrisy. No, I'm just kidding. No, but it's 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 obnoxious <laughs> no, 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 how no, stressful it. it is, dude. That's the other thing too. It's just, it's just a lot. It's a lot of responsibility at that point. It's so. responsibility, and then it's also expectations, and then you got to sit here and be like, you know, you know, for me, it's it's we we finessed because we're trying to save money for this uh for this trip because you know Disney's going to be fucking arm and a leg. Yeah. So I'm be- trying to. I'm trying to save, and that's why I'm doing this thing where I'm like I'm getting everybody a book, or like certain people are getting specific things. But it's just like 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 the expectation of every person I know, every person that I'm friends with. It's it's like like it. You got to try and get them something, even if it's tiny. Otherwise, you feel guilty, or like if it's the wrong person. And then what if they get you something and you don't get them anything? You're like, oh no! And then you look bad. It's a whole fucking thing. It's a whole shenanigan. So honestly, just love yourself this Christmas. Fuck everybody. <laughs> 
And fuck this stupid Last bullshit. Oh, dude, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Once Thanksgiving's done, mind you, I'm already listening to Christmas music, but once Thanksgiving's done, dude, I hope people are ready. Nah, Christmas music too. talking. That's Christmas music fine. ranking. Christmas After music Thanksgiving, reviews. Thanksgiving, yes, we will. After Thanksgiving, ass. that's fine. That's just my political Christmas opinion. music and Nickelback. All for the rest of 2022. Nothing else. Fucking garbage. And then we're in 2023. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Before we end the year, I think it's time to end this episode. Oh! Um, if you want to... <laughs> ah, look at that transition. Follow us at AnythingBullPod. No, just at AnythingBullPod on Instagram. Make sure yes. to check the links wherever you're watching on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Spotify and or YouTube. We have a yes. YouTube. I don't know if you know that. We have full videos and shorts and except clips. for this episode because Matt doesn't have his video. Hey man, we can still do clips and shorts. It don't matter. There we'll you figure go. It out. You know, <laughs> if you want shorter segments of the podcast, we got you. Be on the lookout because we're gonna be doing more. We're gonna be doing separate channels on YouTube for clips and shorts, and we're gonna make it fire as fuck. New logo. Be on the lookout for that as well. Eventually. Uh, don't be confused. Eventually. I think <laughs> within the next coming weeks, we have to get it done before the end of the year. Basically. So, um, and that is my short list of promotions. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you. Week. Thank uh, you very just much. Just a Anything bit of knowledge. Like add? Make sure to look over the back catalog. We got no no snack time this week. Taking some time off. You know, it's uh, Thanksgiving and then Black Friday. Uh, we need time to hang out with the family instead of planning the pod. And then uh, I'm going to need... Some time to decompress after a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, triple whammy, Black Friday in retail day. You and weekend? Me both. So, no snack time well, this week. I'm not working the whole weekend, thankfully. I'm only working Friday and Sunday. Fuck you. I got to look at my schedule. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm off that following Monday. But anyway. Dude, uh, I close Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Oh, I boo-hoo. fucking boo-hoo. hate my life. <laughs> Check out the last couple episodes. We re-ranked the entirety of Eminem's discography last week. It is surprisingly hilarious, and we had a very good time doing it. 24 right. albums in that bitch. You ain't gonna like my number one if you're a of fan. Of course not. Of course not. Before but, that, we had episode 32, we talked about Megan Trainer and a, a nice look back behind the podcast, kind of a part two to an old episode we did. And it was a good time. It's always nice to be a little introspective while doing a retrospective. Perspective. With that being said, thank you good for night. listening. Good, good morning. Night, wherever you are. Good morning. Good afternoon. Happy commute. Have a good day at work. Whatever the fuck's going on with you. And happy turkey. Enjoy this day. holiday season. Don't get trampled on Black Friday. Enjoy <laughs> Thanksgiving. Have a good night. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>